Welcome to another episode of Fire Your Boss Fridays, and you can do what you will with that, folks. Got Lisa here and a good friend of mine, Jeff. Jeff is going to be our guest today. There's a couple reasons we wanted to have Jeff here today. First of all, he's a complete badass. But second of all, him and I do an accountability group as well that we've already touched on a few really cool topics. And he recently has spawned into a new space in his life, and he's kind of pivoting and venturing into a new space of entrepreneurship even though he has been self-employed for a good portion of his life. So I want to dig into that. I think it'll be a great, there'll be some great topics in there that we're going to explore. Um, we have a few picked out that we're going to hit on and then who, wherever Jeff takes us above and beyond that. Lisa, did you have anything to add to the? No. no? All right. Well, we'll just get going get then. So Jeff, you, you're from Las Vegas, right? And yes. then what do you do here full-time, if you could just share with us? Full-time realtor. Right. Okay. And how long have you been doing that? 20 yeah. years. Nice. Now, I'm from originally from San Jose, California. I moved out here when I was 20 to go to hotel school at UNLV. Hotel was, school? Hotel? I was going to run these big hotels. So you were going to be running these places? Yeah, I was going to be running these big well, places. Well, I'm glad that didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. And... That's a weird dream to have, don't well, you think? Well, I, I mean, worked in the service industry my whole my whole un, young life. Okay, okay. And then I thought, well, where can I go to hotel school at? Next but level. So yeah, that, next to level. you, this was next level. Right. Okay. So there's Cornell in New York, which is crazy because yeah. your parents usually own a hotel uh-huh. and they send their kids there. Mm-hmm. Or you go to UNLV. Okay. Cost effective, right? And that yes. that and then that kind of set the tone for you here. Then set the right? tone. I love the service hospitality industry, which is yeah. why I gravitated towards real estate. Mm-hmm. I love taking care of people. I'm a people person. Oh, you are a people person for sure. I've, I've had bosses, yeah, and I, and I'm okay with bosses as well. However, there's that entrepreneurial spirit that creeps up, yeah, and says, "Hey, you don't have to work for somebody." your whole life if you don't want to. Right. And that's kind of why I left. The well, so when you were doing that, though, I remember you telling me you were a bartender. You were pretty good. You were making good money at bartending. Yes, this yes. wasn't like a dive bar kind of situation, no, right? Fact, yeah. One so, of my best gigs was uh, the Voodoo Lounge on top of the Rio yeah. on the patio. Yeah. It was like $500 cash every day. Yeah. 17, 18 bucks an hour. That's good. Thing. And what year was nice. this? Uh, this... Before Don't date yourself. Yeah, I'm 57. But yeah. <laughs> this is back when I was in my late okay. 20s. Yeah, good for you, man. 30s. That's some dough. And yeah. the and the beach nightclub, which if anyone knows the beach nightclub, that was a fun. That's time. heavy. Yeah. Okay, so you're a troublemaker. I get that. Troublemaker. Yeah. <laughs> if it's fun, let's do it. All right. Um, but the bartending is fun. However, it's kind of like a drug addict lifestyle yeah yeah, yeah. late nights and late uh, oh, night yeah. and it's fun and mm-hmm. you're drinking and this is before the cameras. type of crowd that's there yeah, the late crowd, at night right like kind of just yeah. nothing good happens after midnight after am i right work, jeff nothing good happens after <laughs> 10 o'clock <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, for me bed. nowadays it's more like eight o'clock yeah, yeah. get in bed by 9 30 you know, yeah get up early you know sunlight so I had a great time bartending. However, I knew I didn't want to do this forever because I was a flair bartender. Okay. Oh, really? So when you have to juggle bottles. Well, we, 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 we hold prepared, on, yeah, hold the presses. We screwed this up. We've got, you're coming back. All right. <laughs> yeah, you're coming back. Uh, All I'll right. come back with some of the best flair guys in the world. Yeah. You know, Ken Hall. Yeah, these guys. <laughs> and so it was fun. However, when you juggle bottles, yeah. they break. Yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. Okay. And every pro has had glass picked out of their eye by a doctor. Oh, wow. And they said, hey, you know what? You should come practice with us at the park over there by, you know, before and after work. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm 30 years old. Uh-huh. I oh, gotta, these are the guys you're talking about. Yeah. That, yeah. And they I, want you to come down and hang yeah, out with them. Yeah, I got right? a wife and 
two kids. <laughs> you know, You're like I, I like my eyeballs, right? I don't, don't want to do this very much longer, right? I yeah. Want, I, where, what am I going to move into, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I got into personal finance and I got into real estate. Okay. About what time? This was pre-crash. Two thousand three. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, the before the crash was awesome. Wasn't it a estate. cool wave? I was on it too. The real I was estate wave. Three hundred thousand dollars a year. And not even really trying hard. Okay? <laughs> and, uh, and then the crash in. came. And then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, now, like I said, kind of like what we're looking at today. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. But I don't think the crash that we're gonna, about to experience is going to be as long and drawn out as like what we had in 2000. Sure. It was different. It is built it's just on mortgage different. fraud. It's different. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So, however, be prepared. <laughs> for ta- However, for, for times like yeah, for times like yes. this, because yeah. we have you know cryptocurrencies and new things happening, stuffs and going on, yeah, stuff's yeah. Going on. yeah. There's opportunity all the time. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so, start looking at that opportunity. You know, like I said uh, earlier, uh, you know, people start businesses during difficult times. Yeah. And so we're about to have that time. We are. And so always have your plan B. Always have your plan B, (laughs) your spare tire career, your side hustle, whatever you want to call it these days. Mm -hmm. Always have another option to pivot, right? Would you say this is a good inner dialogue when you have a great idea? Now, I do this now. I didn't used to do this when I was younger. If you're planning something big, like I'm going to quit my job, I'm going to start this business. Ask yourself, what if this doesn't work out? You could do that. Now, the only reason for that a lot is... Of people do that. A lot of people do that and they freeze and That could happen. But for me, I'm in a position now, like if this doesn't work out, am I going to be... It makes me feel safe to go for it. So, yeah. in, so it could work both ways. So thanks yeah. for bringing that up. But yeah. for me, at this point in my life, I know if I go, what if this doesn't work? I'll think, well, that's the worst case scenario. Let's go for it. Let's go for you it. You know, like, so for me, it works. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about power and freedom. Okay, so okay. all right, so let's back up a minute before we right, get in the we'll weeds, Jeffrey. No, <laughs> Jeffrey this, loves this, this space. This is what Jeffrey's <laughs> been on lately. This really well with what we're talking about now. Yeah, so having let, the ability to take a, a risk. Mm-hmm. Right. So, we're, but let's let's make sure we end uh, your backstory properly. Right. So, you're so currently real estate agent, real estate, personal finance, and uh, and then I got into investing five years ago. Right. And I love the investing part. You know, you got you got your wholesaling, you've got your flipping, you've got your uh, buy and hold. So right. investing and in real estate specific, not like stocks or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. So just, it, well, just real estate. Yeah. And Jeffrey and I actually met at a network at meeting, a network. real estate. That was where we built That's our relationship. Right. That's right. We um, we hit it off because we actually we him and I are kind of like visionaries to the to the end of the earth, basically. Yeah. And, and uh, him and I worked on this idea for a while. It didn't take off. It wasn't good timing at, for us at the time. Yeah. And then we rekindled that relationship shortly after. But we did it's meet. It's still a great idea. It still is. And we won't share it on we'll camera here, but we'll keep that idea. on the DL for now. And it might happen yeah. later. But at this point now, you're at a position in your life where you've decided to pivot from yes. what you... Because you've been doing this for a while. Real so estate. is this like plan yeah. B? Or do you have a plan B? You know, this is like second half. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So yeah. second, I like that term. Uh, you know, That's cool. This uh-huh. is second half. Plan B is when you have a plan A and it doesn't work out, you got to switch to plan B. <laughs> right. Okay. But uh, you're, you're second in... Second half is looking at my life, working, what fills my soul? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not on my deathbed at 100 plus, putting that out to the universe, <laughs> yes. where I look back on my life, okay, and I go, you know what? Did I do all the right things? Did I... 
maximize my life? Did I? Did I? Yeah, matter? no regrets, right? You know, I don't need to be famous, but like, did I? Did I do? What, yeah. Say you're still a bartender stuff. for this for the sake of this argument. Okay, I'm about to, I'm, go ahead. I'm about to bash bartending. Go ahead. <laughs> but I'll, so let's just for the sake of it, okay. you're making killer money. Killer money. You got all the yep. fun around you could ever want, yep. right? According to some people's belief system, right? But the fulfillment. The fulfillment, right? And, and Tony and, Robbins and talks about that a lot right now. Yeah, he says he says what? How does success it success and fulfillment? To, uh, success. The ultimate failure is success without fulfillment. Right. I think is how it's phrased. It might right. be wrong. We could quote that later, but yeah. But at but that says a lot. There is a time in everyone's life where like first it's money and success and fame, but then yeah. pretty soon you're like. I'm not. There's no real reward here. I'm did gonna. I make I'm a gonna did I make a difference? Does it right. Does my soul up? Does make me feel good? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can sell another house, but selling another house doesn't just complete me. Right. right. Yeah. No, so, I feel that way about flips now. I'm, I'm like, I could have done the yeah. same with real estate. I could just skate through life flipping houses. But I, if I never see another kitchen remodel again, Jeff, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Two thousand four. That goes for legal things too. I'm not a, in the mafia or drug dealer. Are you sure about criminal that? Criminal because. <laughs> That doesn't fill my soul. It either, doesn't right? either. Okay, so now we're on to the fulfillment. Now, this is what yeah. you've been eager to talk about. And right. this is a big reason why we thought, thought you'd be a, a good guest today. Okay, cool. So this is kind of the feeling people get. Tell me if I'm wrong, that you feel based on your current position, you want to switch. But everything that you have done historically has been in the efforts of some other goal. Mm. Right? So you, everything you bought, like... Furniture, cars, clothing, toys, all for some other goal. Now we're moving to a new goal in life. All of those things now don't actually line up with the new goal. So you're going to, you feel stuck because you're attached to, like, say you bought a big truck and and a camper and you're going to do all this camping. And then all of a sudden there's a new goal. Now that truck and camper is a liability. It's not going towards your new space. So what I want to tap into mostly is that for all of our listeners is when you, whenever you make a pivot in your life, remember, you don't have to keep all your old stuff. It's, it's actually going to hold you back. And yes. that's, I think, where this starts for you. Yeah. How do you feel held back, stuck, or trapped with the things you have physically? And then how does that affect, if you could answer the two-part question, how does that affect you emotionally and, and mentally as yeah. well? Well, now that I've had an epiphany in my life yeah. recently, not even recently, it's been a while, okay? Um, when you have, can I just talk about power and freedom? Lay it on me, Jeffrey. <laughs> There's two ways, two major areas to live your life. One, you can live with power. I got to get all this stuff, the big house, the cars, the material things, okay? And say, look at me. And then the other part is living a life of freedom where I don't have anything. Maybe not even any money in the bank account. But it's nice to have money in the bank out with nothing to hold you down. Right. Then you have the freedom to take a risk and don't care if you fail. Right. Mm-hmm. Makes you nothing f- to lose. Fearless. Nothing to lose. Makes you fearless. Makes you a fear. We, what we believe is a um, a fearless entrepreneur with fearless like, yeah. entrepreneur and the most yeah. dangerous. Versus You're the, the most dangerous. What's yeah. the most dangerous guy on the planet? The guy has nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But the power guy who's got all the stuff to yeah. protect and pay for oh. and lock up and maintain. Right. Don't get stolen from you. Stealing from me. Stealing oh, from me. Yeah. Oh, stealing what from does the, that do yeah. to your soul yeah. and your spirit and your psyche, right? Yeah. However, they got all this stuff and they can't take a risk because they can't. They'll lose their right. stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, the the second half it, of my it life makes is, you I'm less you, risky. I'm yeah, going to tell you that risky. story. Of my neighbor, who was like 75 years old, this yeah. when I was 12, and he gave me this shiny gold boat trophy that he had won racing boats. 
and he had his garage filled with stuff, but it was all organized. Some nostalgia. And but he gave me this trophy because I, I liked it and had a cool boat on it. And I, and I thought, and then he looked at me and he says, you know, it's funny. You spend the first half of your life trying to get everything. Mm-hmm. And then you spend the second half trying to get rid of it all. This is, a, <laughs> this, so is this older garage, yeah. right. did, probably drinking beers and living his life up, but has his old car in there. Yeah. His whole life is behind him. And he's looking at this 12-year-old kid going, kid. Yeah. You have yeah. no idea what you're about to embark no on, idea. right? Yeah, yeah, right. And in this moment, in your epiphany moment, this guy pops back in your head. Yeah, because I realized, don't, and I, how many people do you see that get older that actually die with all this stuff Yeah. Mm-hmm. in storage units and in houses and the kids fight over it and all this kind of right? things happen? Yeah. yeah. So it's like you're doing your kids a disservice D- Major too. disservice. 100%. By not... Freeing yourself You're going to leave us so much stuff, stuff that now... Well, that's, yeah, his parents, I'm like... That know, happened? They need to, yeah. Well, that hasn't happened yet, but they've got so much stuff. Yeah, it's going like, to be hard yeah. to kind of, you know, you know, hammer through that stuff. But yeah. here's the thing. Most people who, let's say, get to their older years and die like that, yeah. spent their whole lives wishing they had more time and money to do the things oh, they love to do. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Can I you, mean, that'd can, be a great survey. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Right. That'd be a great survey. Like you have all these things, right? And then so, but the idea is like, get that stuff is not serving. Ask yourself, yeah. is that serving my real dream to, right. f- to play the guitar? Like yeah. whatever the thing is, you have to ask, is that thing or those things or the anything that's going on in my life that's consuming time, energy? Listen, the more laundry you have, the more clothes you have to wash and fold. And don't even tell me you love washing, <laughs> folding laundry. Yeah. Don't tell me you love doing the dishes. Yeah. I don't care. The less thing we have, we've got to a point in our lives where we literally have a four piece set of everything. And that's it. If we have guests, paper plates, paper plates. it's on. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And they can, guests can come to expect it. But anyway, the point is, this is the first year we've had real furniture that we owned. Like we bought it what beginning of last year maybe when we when we got this place. Yeah, well the end of twenty twenty. But yeah. for years we lived in a scenario where we could literally just put our suitcase together and leave. Isn't that great? Yes. And this- it, it didn't cost us any more. Then and we thought, why don't people all always live like this? Yeah. Somebody could move into this house right now like this, but I don't, we'll, we'll save that stuff for later. I want to keep the highlight on you, Jeffrey. So in this epiphany now, you're making real moves towards this goal, though. Tell me about that. Yeah, because when you do get rid of your stuff, hmm. as terrible as it may feel, it really is liberating and and it lightens your load. So like much you can so. feel yourself being lighter, right? I've always had animals, dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, I have one still. Uh, however, he's an older dog. But when this dog goes, we're not going to replace it. That is a big responsibility. Yeah. Anyone who says, oh, I can't wait to travel, so you're not going to do it with them animals. That's yeah. not happening. So, no one will let go of their dog. So that is not like, happening. It's like plants, responsibility, all that kind of stuff. Lighten your load so you can do other things that you well, truly want to do. Well, serve your community. Yes. Right? How can you serve your community when all you're doing is taking care of your stuff. And that could mean just having a job enough to maintain your payment level yeah. and live a certain status life, right? Like that's a lot of work too. Yeah. And then we get, we, it gets worse. Remember we talk, we talk <laughs> it gets about worse. <laughs> Calm down, buddy. We talked about how you have a storage unit filled with oh, $1,000 yeah. worth of stuff. So but you're do you spending have a storage 200, unit? No. Okay. But you're spending $200 a month to store it. Right. To store stuff. Yeah. To store stuff. And I don't have enough money After for my dream. Bucks. Oh, I can't afford to build that website. <laughs> yeah. I can't afford to... Yes. No, right. really? You can't? No I wonder why. I know. 
So this is self-sabotage, this self-sabotage. stuff. Yeah. But you have yeah. a garage full of stuff. Right At here. this point. <laughs> uh, this is where I admit that, uh, yeah, I have a garage full of stuff. A two-and-a-half-car garage. The garage of shame, we can call garage that, right? Garage of shame <laughs> with a bunch of stuff. I've got a trailer with my tools on it for home flipping and mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And so, and as a realtor, I love to um, assist wherever I can in mm-hmm. a low-risk way. Right. right. Yeah. Because there's people who literally don't know what a screwdriver is. Right. So right. If you're that down, <laughs> yeah. Know, not, we, not a screwdriver. If we can't get you a handyman to come over and do this, yeah, I can help. Yeah, well, I hey, that's help. I think that's actually a, a, a good trait in, a, in a, uh, an agent. Mm-hmm. You know, right. not to just say, oh, well, not it's not for me. No, yeah. I'll, I'll fix a few things around here. No big sure. deal. I've it's your it's your before. listing. Yeah, Remember, stuff. a lot of people don't get this. Is you're representing that person like. The way I look at oh, it. That's why I do it. Agents yeah. are like a lawyer in court. Terrible condition. I got to get this to a better level. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's well, your, I don't that's... have any money for that. Well, okay, well, then I'll just come over and do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm already going to come over here anyway for an mm-hmm. open house and measure and that kind of stuff. So, okay, I'll take care of those little items. Right. Right. Putting in a light bulb. Just, you know, just simple, stupid stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, call Jeffrey. Call me. <laughs> and we're not technically here for that, but Jeff is a fantastic agent. We I you know worked with him for some time now here, but the real issue is letting go of my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This now is a big move. So where are you in that yeah. journey? Yeah, that's what I was just minimalizing my stuff. And this is something I've always loved about the Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. They have such beautiful minimalistic lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. And uh, I think we have a lot to learn by doing that because this whole Mm. mansionization of America, mansionization, big house and Mm -hmm. all the stuff, all the cars, depends on what decade do you live through? Like I've been through the Mm eighties where it was really greedy BMWs, you know, right. You know, like just, you name it, Mm -hmm. everybody wanted it. Right. Wolf of wall street. Mm -hmm. And so we've kind of lightened up off that. The grunge years came and all we, all we wanted Mm -hmm. was a flannel shirt yeah, we started setting a little yeah. different, little bit different little tone. Bit different. But that was the anti-consumerism. Nirvana yes. was specifically anti-record label, anti-music business. That's what made them famous. Okay, well that changed the culture too. Yeah, yeah. we didn't really care about that stuff. Yeah. Now look at the culture today. We just came from everyone owning a house to now no one going to be able to buy a house. It's mm-hmm. coming, especially yeah. the young people. Young yeah. people. And that's young what, people that's don't a even big want to reason. buy a yeah. car. They want to rent, or they take an Uber. Mm-hmm. They don't want to buy a house. They're going to rent an apartment or whatever also. Right. So it's like, wow, look at the culture now. And now the prices have gotten so high, they can't afford to buy stuff It's anyway. happening. Mm-hmm. And now Listen. the economy is going to hurt a little bit for a while, six months to a year at least. And now the, int- the higher interest rates prevents them from even thinking about buying a house. Yeah. yeah. So, so what are the, what's everyone going to do? Well, what are you going to do, Jeff, for, for these people? That not that kind of part of the space that you want to move into? You want to the be the support system and maybe instigate some real education towards for these young people yes. and like set the tone credit and, repair real estate life coaching basically yeah like a whole uh, in fact i plan on moving into that space of being a whole life coach and helping people achieve their success right you know so using your histor- historical data yeah, right my, and everything that you've done in your space right. and adding this new element what we would call like the launch pad if i'm operating from a minimalist standpoint, it, you can get there so much faster. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Like, do you get that feeling too, or am I way off base when I say no, that? No, totally. It's, it's, but it's, if you've ever watched like the hoarding shows, yeah. people have a hard time letting go of stuff. Oh it is. Gosh. If they don't yeah. have the right mindset to let go, yeah. 
Really? It's a tough yeah. gig, right? You're so that drag might be that that's, person and all their stuff up a hill. That's an inner battle for sure. How do you think you're going to pan out on that? How are you <laughs> going to? Yeah, I've already had the proper mindset to let it go. You sure? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's okay. been happening. Well, so, there's this. Uh, this happened to us actually too when we started minimizing the first time. Yeah. Was somebody had approached us and was it in the army or something? Yeah, a military guy said. He told us. He says when when are, someone are you okay? Are you okay? Do you need help? Note to self. Okay becoming a minimalist for practical reasons like launching a business starting over you know giving yourself the platforms for success and to be dangerous and fearless yeah. is different than you see in the military where they actually if you start giving valuable things that's a away sign. it's yes. a warning sign because uh -huh. you might be on your way out i always wanted you to have this autograph football oh, yeah. and you're like oh that's a that's a red stuff. flag yeah. right away yeah. so we got questioned yeah. <laughs> that like are you guys sure you're okay? Uh -huh. okay my dad actually thought we were running from the law <laughs> Because we started at, right after yeah. we did all this, we could go anywhere we yeah, wanted. So we went to Thailand and Mexico. Yeah, My yeah. dad's like, son, is there anything you need to share with me? <laughs> you know, that's a good point. I'm, I'm, I'm a happy guy. I've always been happy. It's, that's not my case. But right. I could see where that could be an issue. Right. Yeah. Could be, yeah. it'd be so. But, but, but what happened was we started why that was instigated. It's good to check in. It yeah, is good. Yeah. So we can take this moment to check in with our uh, veterans, but not just veterans. Everyone, if, if you see, you know, signs, you know, get involved. And I'm going to be that guy to help. Yeah. You know, down yeah. the road. Well, hopefully. My number, my website, my whatever I create is going to be available for people. If you've got issues, go ahead and call me. I'll yeah. answer the phone. No, Jeffrey's a great you. guy yeah. for that. Yeah. So you know, Because that's part of my give back. That's how I want to shift and make that. Well, I love that. Can we just make a quick note here that like it, this whole episode entirely is on minimalism and that stuff is not important. So for whatever reason, you don't think you're enough because you, you haven't made it so far in life. You don't have the car, the house, the things that everyone else has. Take it from us yeah. that none of that actually matters in the long run. So if you can get past all of the new trucks and the things yeah. and the money and stuff, you're going to come to a place in your life where we're making an entire episode on this topic should say a lot yeah. that maybe the reason that you're being set feeling like that you're not enough or that you're a failure in some way might in some way just be a social belief that is easily broken down by just a few years of maturity and, mm -hmm. and not that you're not mature but um, certainly we've already come to this conclusion had we been feeling the same way then and then know that this was going to be the where we'd be now yeah. like just trying to get rid of the stuff we worked so hard for right. Yeah. right let me just finish this it isn't about not ever owning anything or any, what it's about is the I have a clean space. I have a comfortable space without clutter. A, a clean mind, a clean soul, a clean environment, clean relationships. You're cleaning up your space. You're not getting, I don't have like three clothes, three outfits. I mean, we have furniture, we have things. We just don't have excess of anything. If it's excess, it's too much. Yeah. And if it doesn't line up, the following rule is if it doesn't line up with your goal, it's useless completely. Because if you want that goal, what good is the thing? We call them liabilities and assets, okay? If you feel like it's not serving the direction you're going or your family or your community, it's gotta go, it's a liability. The minute you sell or get rid of a liability, it has essentially become an asset because it's either freed up time or money from your space. Anyway, that's my conclusion on that one, brother. Okay. But, but yeah, lightening the load, minimalizing is such a great and powerful you know, it's part of the freedom. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a powerful mindset to have because 
you're you're saying I'm not going to be a prisoner to this stuff anymore. Prisoner, what yeah. a big word, man. Yeah. Do you do you think people could feel that way? I mean, uh, I've seen it. You've yeah. seen the hoarding shows too, yeah. where people yeah. they are, are literally prisoners, prisoners oh, of everything. Well, aren't home. you prisoner to a home loan or a car loan? That like too. as soon as you sign oh, that, yeah, doc, that too. That's a yeah. prisoner. That's a prison yeah. sentence. Now you're yeah. thinking because when you sign it for five years, like. I literally can't lose my job for, <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah. right away have this, whoa, like if I lose my job, Think that's a lot of stress. and stress that produces on people versus Amen. if you don't have anything to lose. There's a way out of that too, though. There is. So, which we can talk about. Yeah. Do you want to cue into that today or? Well, not right now. Okay. We'll save that for another episode. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, which is entrepreneurship and the way that you can generate income through like maybe passive income or something. Yeah. But So one final question. When do you hope to have your life coaching that's up. happening as we speak it's yeah. in formulation now it's been I, i've been thinking about it for the last couple of years i've taken the tad james nlp training mm-hmm. i've gone to psi seminars and did all their classes mm-hmm. i've been a bartender for years i've done a lot of counseling and coaching <laughs> yes. you know and pharmaceutical you right know, with, the, with the alcohol right yeah <laughs> and so that's uh, funny and then the financial services and the real estate and investing thought, and yeah yeah and i'm like you know what i'm doing it already yeah helping people get into a house and get making yeah. moves i'm like i might as well do the whole thing and do the whole life coach not so just are a life you coach, ready a, like if if our viewers i am ready if you want to call me and yeah yeah, yeah okay. for sure great yeah awesome so, so we'll uh we'll drop your phone number and okay yeah and, uh, they can give you a and call. so what would be the one of your superpowers jeff if someone wanted to get really get going on their their transformational life what would that look like when they call you what what can they expect to my superpower is i'm going to hold you accountable because that's the missing link. You can get all kinds of information online mm-hmm. for free. But who's going to get you to be that little voice to get you to take action? It's kind of like when you want to work out and sure. you meet somebody at the gym and you know Personal they're waiting there for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to go. So yeah. that's what I, that's my superpower. I love it. Yeah. yeah. That's great, dude. Once we hook nice. our wagons together. So it's, we're it's accountability. And then ultimately it's discipline in the end. It comes down to the person. Habits, discipline. The habit. So yeah. you create the accountability, which creates the habit, which creates the, the discipline, discipline, which creates success. The action, which creates the success. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. Cool. Awesome. Well, I think it we have. It was great to, having you. Yeah, dude. It was super today. duper fun. All this of, is really fun. Yeah. <laughs> this is really fun. I'm hooked. Yeah. Awesome. So um, well, we'll have you back. We'll again. have okay, Jeffrey back sure. again. He's got tons going on. But, dude, I'm so excited for your minimalist journey and your. At the oh. very, very beginning. And my part two, we're going to show before and after. And we Let's have, a, I have a special <laughs> club that I'm launching in the next few months. It's called the Minimalist Millionaire Club. And one of the specific milestones that we have in there, which is an accountability thing, yeah. it's a milestone yeah. set forth by the community that is where you feel like you're so lightweight and minimized that you're ready to launch your goals with no fear. And so when, I'm having you back for that. Okay. And I think you're going to hit that mark. And I think it's easier to become a millionaire by lightening your load. 100%. And moving forward versus hanging on all your stuff. Yeah. And, and moving forward, and right, and one up. Right, yeah. because it's quicker to just quickly yeah. get rid of everything and start from there versus like build up past that yeah. for sure. Yeah. Sometimes what, you got to get wait, down quick. to get up. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Dude, thank you, Jeffrey Battaglia. And uh, thanks for all the good questions, Lise. She's always fancying it up so all right remember guys don't just go and fire your boss until you watch a few episodes all right take her easy